You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Okay, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. The day is Thursday, the 18th of July. Coming out of our town's famous Baxter Boot Studio in Daru Street, downtown Batuta. You're joined here today, of course, by Clancy Overall, myself, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and Errol Parker. How are you today, Errol? Bonjour, comment ça va? I am Sava Bien Clancy. Um, how about you, Wendell? Tip top as always. Ready to go? Yep, let's get it. Well, let's kick off with national news then, and the Uluru debate's been playing out this week in the news. One of the big stories we broke on that issue was, refugees won't respect our culture, says puffing talkback radio listener halfway up Uluru. Mm, It's always the talkback listeners, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's interesting that this has become such a fierce debate, particularly when we talk about the Aboriginal people from the area and their claims to the sacred site and the religious spiritual aspect of it. It doesn't sound like they'll be covered under these new Israel Folau laws, though, does it, Wendell? No, I don't think so. And it looks like the Today Show and Sunrise's favourite Indigenous in terrorism and ethnic affairs correspondent Pauline Hansen certainly isn't happy about the impending ban, is she? No, no, we wrote another one about... Pauline or during her live cross to the Today Show on Tuesday, I believe it was, and it was clear to us that every time uh, Pauline said Airs Rock instead of Uluru, her pupils did dilate. It almost looked like a youth music festival goer during the Carl Williams era. Well, we all live in hope that both Sunrise and the Today Show will hire some producers that aren't racist one day. We do live in hope. Heading offshore now, and we covered an Australian asserting her authority overseas by reminding the host country that their coffee sucks. It is definitely a trait of Australians overseas to kind of uh, peacock a little bit about how they find Mm -hmm. the coffee quite shit in their host country. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there is one very popular place where Australians like to migrate to that has appalling coffee and always will, and that's London. You know, it is Europe's worst city. It's the most overrated city in the world. And I can't help but feel sorry for the people who live there. It's interesting that, uh, you know, you'd say that about London, Errol, because as we know, Canberra, capital of Australia, is one of the worst cities in Australia. And London, as the capital of Europe, is actually the worst city in Europe. So maybe it says something about the Canberra bubble, the London bubble. Maybe that actually affects the quality of life. Anyway, moving on, Wendell. Back home in town now, and we wrote a nice little story about a loved-up young couple this week. Ecstatic woman had no idea partner would propose with ring she chose on weekend she suggested. Yeah, so I've heard the -the over-the-moon young lady said the special moment was exactly how she had imagined it, funnily enough. How she imagined it and and I dare say how she had planned it because as we know, you don't just pop the question in this day and age and any man who tells you that they surprised their partner by proposing is a liar because it is usually uh, dictated by the bride-to-be. Anyone who says otherwise is living in a little fantasy land. The groom-to-be said he was impressed at how surprised his partner looked, especially given that they'd been at a jewellery shop the week before and she pointed to the ring she wanted and had pointed out that a weekend at Bermagui that was coming up might be the right time to do it. And good luck to that young couple. We did have a commenter from town, Adam DiCarado, comment on that story, actually. And he wished our young local couple well and said that he hoped that they didn't have to save for four and a half years for the wedding that they or she deserves. In other local news around town now, though, and we wrote about a local chippy. 
And that story was, I have a headache, says mate who drinks 1.25 litres of Coke every smoker. Mm, that poor bastard's pancreas would be blowing a lot of blue smoke. Yeah, I dare say that would be the case. And the young fella often asks if anyone has any Panadol because he's got a headache. But it's hard to know where that comes from. It could be the stress, it could be the stagnating wages in the construction sector, but it also could be the 1.25 litres of Coca-Cola, which we actually now know because they've tried to change Coca-Cola so many times. They've had Coke Zero, they've had Diet Coke, they've had Coke Cherry, they've had Coke Lime. They actually had new Coke for a little while. No one really knows why they even bother changing it because the ideal Coca-Cola, of course, is the natural flavour, which is just black chemicals. And he seems to be a big fan of it. 1.25 litres every smoker. Back in my day, you get 800 mil between the family, and that was a treat. And on the sports front now, rugby league icon Phil Gus Gould has announced plans that could shake up the greatest game of all. He visited Rome this week to discuss moving Origin to the only place fitting for this gladiatorial spectacle, the Coliseum. Yes, armed with a suitcase of chocolate and strawberry oak, Gus Gould said he simply had to head to Europe to check out a new venue, a more fitting venue for the 2020 State of Origin series, because as we know, not since the days of gladiatorial combat in Rome have we seen a competition so fierce. He really is one of the greatest minds in rugby league, isn't he? I mean, I can only hope that he too donates his brain to science when he expires so he can... Have a look around and see what makes him so special. He's a visionary. He's a rugby league genius. And we don't say that lightly because mm. there'd only be about 13 or 14 rugby league geniuses, I think, uh, have played NRL mm. and are currently contracted to either Channel 9 or Foxtel. But Gus Gould definitely is one of them. And he said it was only right for the most awe-inspiring, spine-tingling at times, horrific but necessarily violent game that is State of Origin football to be held at the spiritual home of blood sports. He thinks he might have gotten the deal over the line. Yeah, we've been informed that those plans are looking more and more likely, with the Coliseum Trust confirming that they could easily roll out turf and rig up $8 mid-strength beer stalls in a couple of weeks leading up to the first game. So we'll try and keep you updated on how that unfolds. All right, I think that that's all for this week, isn't it? That's all I've got here. So thank you for tuning in once again to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Bulletin, and join us again next week as we bring you all of the latest in hard-hitting and honest regional news. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Ivor. We'll see you on Monday for our Batuta Radio Hour. And I'm Errol Parker. Stay out of the pokies and don't talk to the cops without a lawyer present because they're out to destroy your life. Mm-hmm.